0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm not anti-movies. I just, you, you have the, the offer, the thought goes through your head, do you want to watch this movie? Even like Oppenheimer, right. which everybody I know liked, I, as far as I know.
1: Opening night on Hurdle. Loved it.
0: And we've had a couple of moments in our family, like, you know, my wife's sister, let's watch Oppenheimer. Um, and the, it just runs through my brain really fast. Isn't it like going to be like two and a half hours where I ha- I can't do anything else?
1: More like three and a half. But sure, oh, even worse. Case. Yes.
0: Just the idea that I would have to give up two and a half hours
1: yeah.
0: It's always a no for me.
1: I would like to watch that movie again because that was like the first day of me starting to feel sick before I got really sick and I was very distracted and uncomfortable the entire time. And that's a long movie to be sitting there like, Oh my stomach. Uh but so but I still haven't watched the the other like the I don't know companion uh, three and a half hour film that was you know critically acclaimed the Scorsese thing the Flower Moon I even watched that that's that's on my iPad if I want it but same thing three and a half that's a commitment like that's oh. like we, we got to clear out for some reason it's easier to watch three hours worth of a television show like three different
0: yes. episodes yes I,
1: I've done that dozens of times with my wife or even by myself. For some reason, the two of us together finding three and a half hours to watch a movie we want to see, do we just can't seem to do it. Same. We just can't seem to put it together.
0: If I'm going to watch a three and a half hour movie, I'd better land in San Francisco and it's over. That's, <laughs> that's going to have to be a part of the, no. the equation. Let's go to Nick here. Hi, Nick.
1: Hey, boys. How's it going? Great, Nick. Thanks for calling. Good. Just calling from Toronto here. Big fan of the show. Um, just wondering your guys' thoughts with Gabe Davis probably gone to free agency and Diggs getting older. What are the odds that the Bills would actually trade up for like maybe like a neighbors in the top ten? Or even if they're considering it, what would it take? Anyways, uh, thanks, and uh, I'll be listening.
0: Thank. Okay, thanks, Nick.
1: I don't as aggressive as Bean has been you'd like to not put anything past him. Of course they went from in the 20s up to number 7 in 2018 to get Josh Allen. That's a quarterback. I think that's different. And given their cap situation and their roster, I think they want they, they don't have I don't think the flexibility to spend the type of assets for the next well for this draft and maybe into certainly into next year's number 1 to go up that high. I just don't think they can afford to do it. For those reasons, I think they're going to need players with those picks that will need to contribute, and so for that reason, I don't see them packaging a thing where they give up four picks, say, to get their hands on one of the best wide receivers in the draft.
0: Yeah, like I don't think you're get you're getting neighbors at ten either. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, if you you want to talk about the tenth pick, um, first, second, fourth. The Bills' first, second, and fourth might get the 10th pick. That's the Jets. This is not a real trade. But what does it cost, right? That's one question the caller had is what would it cost? It would cost most of your draft capital just to move up like that. And I don't know. Where does neighbors go? This came up yesterday um, with Sal first who pointed out how you're starting to see some people – he was more more pejoratively talking about this. Rank neighbors ahead of yep. Harrison.
1: And then you had Chris Trapasso on, who was one of those people,
0: right? Yeah, I told that I told <laughs> Sal that he knew. I said, you know, our Chris is one of those people. But I saw another guy, John Lobb, who I know um did the same thing and, and Sal was kind of not mocking it, but just like this is the time of year it is uh-huh. where people <laughs> are gonna move guys around, you know. And so I don't know, maybe neighbors is really close to Harrison. I get the argument. Where does he go
1: before ten? Like it, it, I think if you if you wanted to go to ten, like if that for some reason, were your limit or something. That's the highest you can get with you, you, with comfortably giving up what what you just described. Um, maybe you have a shot at Odunze. odunze Sorry, uh, but I don't even I don't even know if that's realistic. Like it feels to me like those three guys are. Are in the top ten.
0: Can this please just be a Bills year where they're not doing anything like that? Can this please just? I mean, recently they have not done like the the Allen jump, where they traded Cordy Glenn and moved halfway up and then moved up again at the draft. You know, but can this please just be sort of a smart year where they kind of like look look at it and realize that, especially with wide receiver, that there's just at least it seems to this point, the consensus that they're, they're, so, they're so comparable. The, the tier after Odunze is like a lot of guys who, depending on your taste, big or small, there are a lot of big guys in there. Really, shouldn't shouldn't this be the year of the Bills, for all their winning and all the credit they get, where they sort of understand what they don't know? Or is this going to be another year like had to get Dalton Kincaid, had to get Kyer Elam? They traded up for Elam.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, just... Those fourth round picks, I don't know. This year, I wouldn't mind having that pick. <laughs> they don't have their third. They might have another third.
1: They'll have a third once they get the compensatory stuff. I mean, at least that's been how the reporting has gone since the minute Edmonds left. It was like, okay, well, they're going to get a third round pick. So I'm sort of counting on that, even though it hasn't been announced. Um, sure, yeah, me too. No, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think if that you want to ex, you know extend that logic all the way out, I think, you know, Sal will tell you, though, because we've, we've talked about this with Sal, um, at least I know I have, um, like, using all those picks, like because when this came up with Sal, I said, I, won't they want to use all those picks? And he said, they're, they're probably not going to have as much room as they seem like they have on the roster. Are 10 rookies making this team out of camp?
0: No, but that's not the point.
1: Right. The point is to throw as many yes. numbers at it and if you if you cut somebody who lands on another team because he was highly sought after, well good on you. Right. Uh,
0: you're not but, expecting them all to make your team.
1: Right. You're not Probably. doing
0: it for that reason. Right. You're right. doing it because you're the, the odds are what the odds are. And the more tries you you know, take, the more the more picks you make, the better chances you have of finding guys who can really help you and that's that's what I would like to see. I don't know about, like, the, the sixth and seventh rounds. I mean, that's almost different. It's almost so late. Those There are guys, I mean, Benford, right? There are guys that...
1: Benford, Dane Jackson, yeah.
0: yeah. Sure. So, it's not like they're throwaways. But, yeah, I mean, just be nice if this year they just sort of got there with this. And if it is really wide receiver that they want, there, there is, like, they pick 28th. They might not be able to deal with the four teams behind them in the first round, unless there's more movement first. Detroit, it's the four championship round teams. Detroit, Baltimore, San Francisco, Kansas City. I don't know. Like, are those teams trading with the Bills? Is Detroit wanting to move up one spot? Just, I feel like there's value in having the first round pick for show for the fifth year option. Two, like there's practical value to it. Um, I don't know, but uh, beyond that, for me, it usually is, but it's probably a year where I'd love to trade down 10 spots. Trading down, according to the draft tech chart here, trading down 10 spots is worth 52 points, which is a mid-third. How does that sound? You give up pick 28 for pick, it's not the same team. I don't know, I haven't made a trade here yet. Like, Is there a team that picks kind of early... Early ish second and mid third, you know, if through other trades like something like that. It sounds good to me. There's your two wide receivers, Bulldog. You're you're saying you, you want the Bills, you, you wouldn't even be surprised if they pick two by Friday. There you go. There's your Javon Baker and Malachi Corley. There you go. How would that sound? And you can get, you know, your other third round pick involved, and that can be a defensive lineman or something. Easy game. Enough enough trade enough trading up. You know you got away with it. You have a great team. You've had a great team for a few years here. Who knows? I mean, I, I'm not going to tweak like this, but you just say it once. I mean, maybe these other picks you could have had could have really helped you in these games you've lost in the playoffs. All right, I said it once.
1: Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, I think they the, the the one thing that you just sort of like that that pinged for me just now when you were talking is that Baltimore and Kansas City are right behind you. And they are two teams that I think you don't have to try too hard to see them desiring a wide receiver as well. So if one of them wants to get ahead of you, does that prompt you to make sure you stay ahead of them? You know what I mean? Is there like some sort of a race going on? Like who knows? Maybe maybe they all like the same guy. Maybe they don't. But you just – maybe you have no idea who they like. But if you are worried about them scooping your guy – Maybe that's a reason that Brandon Bean will find you know some some justification to go do it. Because this is definitely a team that targets guys. Like, I know we talk about it um, as it's this pool of players. And you just pick one of them, and it's going to go. They, they meet with these people, and whatever they're looking for, they're not just looking at 40 times and how high the guy jumps. So the, I, I have no question that there are guys in this pool. And I think most teams – Probably do this. I just think the Bills have been sort of, I don't know, open about it. Like their DNA, right, culture, and the right the right fits. Like they're to me, they're not going to pick one of the guys that thinks the Earth is flat. Like I just, I don't think that I don't think they'll do that. Well, <laughs> they'll, they'll want. they're not going to take a guy that thinks birds aren't real. Those are two things that have happened today the Combine, by the way, in player interviews. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't remember names, but it <laughs> was one guy that said like. Maybe birds aren't. That's real. That's still going. That birds aren't. Not... A... Yeah, the, the birds aren't real that...
0: thing. Was a joke.
1: Yeah, I I don't know.
0: Maybe yeah. somebody's buying into it, but it was
1: it was built as a joke. Or or, or maybe this was a joke and I missed the joke. Oh. I don't know, but all right. um, anyway, all I'm saying is they they definitely do what you don't want to have a team do, which is fall. Uh, I got to have this guy.
0: What? Well, that's a couple of things. Yes, that's right. I don't think you should think about it like that. And also, some of the stuff it seems so frivolous. It, this came up on Monday with Allen McDermott talking about drafting Allen and how he was so impressed that Allen busted it to make the meeting on time, the dinner, mm-hmm. and how how he realized and the Bills realized like how that's the right kind of guy for us because he wasn't late. All right. <laughs> just maybe, maybe there's another guy, some hypothetical player who just is so, you know, flighty, even maybe rude when it comes to you know these kinds of things that you write them off. The problem with that sort of stuff is like I can respect that. You and I are both like that. We we we're both people. I don't, we, we know this because we've worked together and this has happened so many times who it's super important to us to get to the place on the time we're supposed to be there. Like being late to me is just a horrendous thought uh-huh. that freaks me out. So I hate that. But the, the thing I think that means the most is not whether you respect somebody for being on time. It's that you have to be cognizant of the things you're impressed with go back to sort of how you were raised. And they might be more likely to come from people who were raised like you, where certain things were important at home growing up, and other people might not have had that. And if you hold that against them as football players, I think you're missing out.
1: That can be a mistake, sure.
0: It can be a mistake or it can be just flat out wrong, but... That is sort of like when Sean McDermott talks about how great it was that Josh Allen, whatever he did, what did he do? Rearrange his schedule or well, left he early? Tra- he tra-
1: yeah, he w- he was pressed for time, but he made it and didn't make any. You know, didn't call and say like, I- "Look, I can't make it. Can we do this in an hour or two or tomorrow or something?" He just he made it. He drove, whatever. He drove to get there.
0: I wouldn't be in a big hurry to to advertise that if I were if I were McDermott or the Bills because I just think it shows kind of a. Faulty understanding of how everybody's different, and just because somebody maybe wouldn't have made it to your dinner on time doesn't mean they can't play.
1: There could have been a good reason why somebody couldn't make a
0: dinner. There could right? have, there could have been no reason, and it still doesn't mean they can't complete seventy percent of their passes or whatever. You know, like that. That's that. A lot of that stuff is societal and, and cultural, and people. I, I everybody would be more likely. To whatever the word you want is, favor.
1: Lean towards people they're comfortable
0: with. That's right. That's right. And uh, millions of examples of mistakes probably have been made in sports by, you know, doing that to a fault. So you've, I don't know. I, I feel like that kind of stuff is, is an eye roll. It doesn't mean that, it never did mean that Josh Allen wouldn't make it. I mean, obviously he has made it in. in you know, to the moon. Uh, It never, never did mean that. But, you know, one person would say, this is why he made it. Because he, you know, respected them and just has this sort of upbringing and an attitude that allowed him. And, you know, I I think that that's part of it. You have to be driven. You have to be, you know, a team player, right? At least to an extent. Mm -hmm. These kinds of things are valuable, but they're not everything. And no, was, and I was, don't
1: think I don't. I, you know,
0: it wasn't everything think, to the Bills. I'm not saying it was, right? That's you're, right. You're, that's you're what I'm going to
1: say is I don't think anybody is telling anybody saying it was everything, but it's a, it's a piece of it, and I don't think they've ever hidden from that. And I don't know. I mean, I know they haven't won at all, but their track record's pretty good. So <laughs> Like I, you know, the two, I you know, they had misses. I, Elam is a miss. I mean, they they gave up something extra to get that player, and we'll see if that. You know, gets, I think it's going to get another chance this summer, and we'll see if it gets anywhere. But, you know, that's, that, that's the case against doing it, is that. Like, I'm assuming he checked all those boxes, had to have him, and he can't get on the field.
0: You're saying their draft record is, what do you say, pretty well, their good, team, really their, good?
1: Their record their record is good. I mean, they've got an excellent team. So the, how how they want to build it has been successful, is what I'm saying
0: but you would also have to say and you have said how much allen has to do with that of course so that one pick has had so much weight over just what what they are as a team you know obviously like any team over this many years their draft results are pretty mixed you mentioned elam right i mean there's, yep. it, there's a lot of good and bad like again like everybody
1: all I'm saying is their methodology is easily defensible by, by their record. Like it's, it's like when you talk, and whatever you did, you won, it's fine. That's, it worked.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: And so, that you know, I'm playing that card, of course, with the caveat of, like, they haven't won at all. I, you know, I, I realize that. But it's still been a pretty, pretty successful operation.
0: Is it right, Jeremy's texting me listening to us, that Rob Gronkowski fell asleep? during his meeting with the Patriots? I don't know. Oh, it's hard not to like the Patriots after that. If I knew that, I forgot it. But how great is that? Imagine the impression that makes. Right. And you pick him anyway, in round two, with a bad back?
1: Fell asleep, bad back.
0: It's gutsy. <laughs> Boxes on the board there. What do we like? <laughs> Pros and cons. We fell asleep in the meeting. Back in History of back injury. But, well, you
1: see, he fell asleep because he was studying so hard. <laughs> hard yes. He was. He was. Plus, he was volunteering. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll I would go.
0: have. I heard the Patriots were ready to take Terrell Troop. Actually.
1: Mm, wow.
0: I didn't really hear that, but what a shame they didn't get the chance. The Terrell Bills took him. Terrell Troop. Terrell Troop. Where were you? I was at the. I was at the hockey game. I was at a hockey game when that pick was made. I have no idea. The Sabres had do they not still I guess they had the big monitors out in the concourse like right as you came through the the walkway from your seat out to the concourse, they had TVs set up. Remember watching remember Jabba Chamberlain and the the midges, were they? The bugs in Cleveland. Yeah.
1: This the Sabres must have been in the playoffs for this.
0: Um I guess, right? Late April. a
1: draft, yeah. Late April. What year is that? that's not regular season hockey. It's got to be a playoff year. I, I don't remember when Terrell Troop was picked.
0: So 11? Would that have been their last playoff home game or something? But I I don't yeah, know what that, that was.
1: That was over by Easter. So, I don't know.
0: Well, Easter moves around.
1: I, that's right. But you're going back <laughs> to Gronk's draft, so it's... 2011?
0: He was picked bad? in 2010. 2010. So, let's see... Let's figure this out. April sure 23rd. <laughs> April 23rd, 2000. Sure, I think I was. Okay. That's how I remember it. April 23rd, 2010, the Buffalo Sabres. The NHL's Buffalo Sabres. Posted game 5 of the series with Boston.
1: Okay.
0: And they won 4 to 1, by the way. Blew them out. Yes. It it checks out. Right, it checks go. out. There it is. Good. All right. Love it when that happens anymore. Because <laughs> usually it's like, no, that was six years apart. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> nice try, but you're you're remembering this wrong. <laughs> right. 803-0550. Sal will join us sometime in the next hour or so uh, when it fits into his schedule. He's traveling home.